0: Better than getting feedback for your reverb echo thing. Yeah, it's your old pal Rory here for another week of the Aw Man thing. And that was The Honey Limited for Your Mind. Came from their one and only album, also called The Honey Limited, produced by Lee Hazelwood and put out on his LHI Records, Lee Hazelwood Industry. Industries records, in 1968. They were also called Eve. They put out some stuff before that. And I think it was 2013, there was uh, something put out by Light in the Attic, which is the complete sessions of the Honey Limited and Eve together, everything they ever did. And it's good. Yeah, the story was they... uh, they basically got that thing lined up with Lee Hazelwood and then hitchhiked down from Michigan, I think they were from, and like slept on people's floors and that kind of thing on the way. So they weren't like a, a pre-organized kind of girl group thing that was popular then. They actually just started out on their own and decided to try and make a go of it. It's, it's too bad. I guess they didn't get any further than just the one record, but it's a good record. Okay. What else? What else? What else? Got the usual, you know, pile of stuff to play this week. Zach's going to be by for I'm Allowed halfway through. I have a set of songs about depersonalization. I'll get more into that later. Uh, the show rundown for here and around Prague. There's still shows happening. I, I can hardly believe it. And maybe maybe it's not a good thing. I don't know. But leave that to somebody else to decide. And I don't know. I guess that that's pretty well it for this week. Nothing too zany. I'm going to play something by The Cars next, which I don't usually do a lot of here. Um, I love The Cars, and I've always loved The Cars. They're like the first band I ever really got into when I was like three or four years old. My parents had a copy of their greatest hits on tape, and I wore it out because I, I liked listening to it so much. Um, so I'm going to play this early version of Nightspot's, the album version came out on Candio, their second full-length album. And this Night Spots version is its kind of reminiscent of Suicide. And Rick Ocasek was really fond of Suicide. He produced their second record. And I think at that point, he was trying to put some subtle touches of the Suicide sound into the cars. I think it was more apparent probably on Panorama, but... Uh, Yeah, there's definitely some similar vibes going on here on this early version of Night Spots. The the album version is a lot more fleshed out. But that's my tribute to Rick Ocasek, who passed away last year on September 15th. So today being only the the 12th, but I figured better early than late. Uh, So yeah, hats off to Rick, who I owe probably my whole major interest in music to, Um, both as being in a band and doing all this radio stuff and all the other nonsensical time-wasting things that I do for better and for worse. So, yeah, here it is. Uh, Night Spot's early version
1: start hassling decent people,
2: I make it my business.
0: The song was Eisenhower And it comes from an album they're going to release next month I think towards the end of October That'll be called First Dance So that's up on Bandcamp right now Along with two other songs And those three songs are really great It's like you listen to them And you you don't know where they're going to go With what they're doing But whatever they do, it, it works out So yeah Maybe I'll play more by them next week, but otherwise, go check that out at their Bandcamp page. I'll post a link to it later. Um, Then there was These Immortal Souls. I Ate the Knife, an alternate version from Get Lost, Don't Lie, put out in 1987 by Mute Records. It's not really that much different than the proper album version, which is on the same record that CD release of it anyway that came out in 87 but yeah, it's still slightly different I guess then there was Kiki D uh, Nein ich Weis nicht mehr was ich tu which was released by Fontana in 1966 on a single Kiki D uh, she put out all this really great stuff before she had her really big hit with Elton John Don't Go Breaking My Heart which I, I really don't care for but yeah, that was, I guess, one of the few German songs that she did. I don't really know how that went over. And she wasn't super famous before that whole Elton John thing, but there's a, a whole whack of stuff that she did, and all of it's pretty good. What does, that, what does the name of that mean, that song? Tell me, Google Translate.
3: No, I don't know what I'm doing anymore.
0: Me neither. Um, and yeah, I actually didn't know that before I looked it up. Then there was Morgus with the Derringers The Morgus Creep from a 1959 single through Fulton Records and then started the whole thing off with the Cars Nightspot's early version from the Cars anthology Just What I Needed put out in 1995 by Rhino Records and then that demo dates I guess from like 1978 something like that Um, so how about all that stuff yeah think that it's time to go into
3: our little show rundown pertaining to show I want the stars that's going to be in the Coliseum that's going to make the people sway and rock and clap their hands to the beat and get up and dance in an area that will be big enough for them to do it in
0: so it's not really that much different than last week I guess but for the hell of it, um, okay. Today, today, if you were so inclined, it's already started. I think there's the uni moon thing happening at Cash Tan here in Prague. I thought Thomas Peluka were going to play that, but I looked at the schedule today. I didn't see them listed. But Stinka will do a solo set, so you could go. You could go there if you're in Prague today this evening. Uh, On the 17th, next Thursday, at Underdogs will be Curves and Rec. Then on the 18th, also at Underdogs, Chervin, Ivy Mike, and Tribe J. I hope I can go to that. Um, Then my band's going to play at this thing at uh, Solkostel, uh, close to Bromov in the more rural area of the northern part of the Czech Republic. So we'll be accompanied by Fetch, Nusla Sound System, Rozava and Ballast Then on the 23rd The POW will play uh, At this thing called Festival Prishti Vlana Slash Next Wave I think she's the only one playing though. I think it's like one of these month long festival things Where they do a bunch of things In different places Uh, Žiškovska Nas happens On or from October 8th to 10th here in Prague And is there anything else? Um, I guess we're going to play in Bruno on September 27th with Proha, how's that said, Proha Praha and Laundered Syrup, and yeah, we'll, we'll have some more stuff later on, so here you go, that's the shows, I'll post them later, and next I'm going to play something by Jimmy Skinner called John Wesley Harden. This was put out in 1959 on a single through Mercury Records. I don't know if it was this version or not, but Jeffrey Lee Pierce of the Gun Club later did sort of a... I don't know if you'd call it a cover or a song heavily inspired by this song, and he called it John Hardy. The lyrics are a lot different, and the arrangement is moderately similar. But... uh, Yeah, I heard this for the first time. I was like, oh, okay, this is where he gets it from. But there's a bunch of different versions of this. This is the best one that I've heard anyway. So here it is.
1: John Wesley Harden was a bad John Wesley get away. Oh, have seen John Wesley get away. He looked to the east and he looked to the west. The time was about sundown. As Johnny rode away, they heard him say, "I'll see you in another western town. I'll see you in another western town." John Wesley was standing in a bar one night Humming a cowboy song When a stranger walked in with a gun in his hand Saying, Johnny, you'd better move along Saying, Johnny, you'd You'd better move move along Johnny's big black gun never left his hip All the stranger saw was the flame he birdied him there by the light of the moon. John Wesley didn't even know his name. John Wesley didn't even know his name. Johnny had a reputation as a ladies man. A pretty girl in every town. He was fast with a gun, had to have his... You wouldn't find John Wesley hanging round Else you wouldn't find John Wesley hanging round When John Wesley Harden shot the sheriff of the town They put him in that old state pen There'd be no more notches on his big black guns Johnny couldn't see the pretty girls again Johnny couldn't see the pretty girls
4: again
5: Odota en, se aivan kurhaa on, odota en, en tahdo toiveisiin suhlata aikaa, on kyyni uudempiin. Siksi iltaisin menneitä mä muistele. en odota en, se minkä huominen eteni tuo, sen tahdon nähdä vain, odota en, jos yhden katten.
6: I don't think I can get out of this thing worth a shit. Nobody can, so you know.
0: Tiger Girl by the Tiger Man. What is a Tiger Man? What could that possibly be? My friends and I used to have this running joke about what a Tiger Man was. He's like this underachieving car salesman type guy who grabs you by the, the wrist and shakes your hand real hard and squeezes it too much. But, I don't know. It's probably not that funny to anybody else. That came out on... What was it? Yeah, Buff Records. Because you got to be buff if you're a Tiger Man, apparently. Uh, on a single in 1966, then there was Ray Vernon and the Raymen. It kind of makes sense for Ray Vernon to have Rayman. Uh, Hold It was the song came out in 1962 through Mala Records. I'm going to turn the old backing track down here. And there was Petite Bureau with Storm, taken from their recently released... Actually, is that even out yet? Uh, the album is called Rez, and it's through Douche 2 Records. And just to satisfy my own curiosity, I want to know, did they even put it out yet? Yeah, it came out on August 15th. There you go. And you can listen to the whole thing on the Bandcamp page that I'll post a link to later. Um, then it was Anne Christine from Finland. Before that, uh, the single was put out in 1964 through Scandia Records. And the song was Dota N," Something About Waiting. That's all I know. I don't know what "n" translates to. I tried to look that up on Google Translate, and it just translates the first word. So I'll never, I'll never ever know what "n" means. I'll never know. Uh, and I started with Jimmy Skinner, John Wesley Harden, from a 1959 Mercury Records single. And I guess we got 45 minutes on the nose till Zach pops by for I'm Allowed and we're going to talk a bunch of bullshit and some people probably will no longer continue listening to the show or maybe other people will start to listen, I don't know. Um, but before I get to all that, I'm going to play a song by Factrix, Eerie Lights, which is the opening song off of their one and only proper album album, Sheen taught, and actually, I was wondering, have I been pronouncing that title right all these years? It translates to apparently "dad," but let's see. I've been listening to this record for since I've been like 20, so it's like 15 years or something. Shine taught. Shine taught. For fuck's sake, I've been calling it the wrong thing for 15 years. All right, well, it's never too late to change. So I never owned a copy of this record. I had only ever. I guess downloaded it in various capacities and I looked it up on Discogs today and I never knew this but they gave each side of the record a title so Eerie Lights being the opening song comes from what they called the party side of the record and the other side of the record is called the grim side so if uh, this is the opening song to the party side and you can take from that what you will. Here we go.
5: in his own fire. I said, no,
6: what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh. We ain't gonna be in no fire. Not
4: today.
0: Yeah. That was. Whoop, what the hell's going on here? Now I can hear myself. Okay. Uh, that was Cabaret Voltaire, No Escape from Mix Up, put out in 1979 through Rough Trade Records. And then there was Toombas. The song was Alter Ego from their new album Dolor was put out by Batcave Records and Symphony of Destruction maybe some more too I was actually surprised to find more than one label it's always I guess people have their reasons for doing that internationally but uh, yeah those guys come from Colombia, and uh, it's a good record you should check it out so I'll post the link to that later then there was Princess Thailand, first time from their album And We Shine, put out this year. Before that, a weird one from Patty Lane, Paper Dreams. That's the one where she kind of does like that crying thing on it. I don't really understand why that is. I don't know if the producer was like, you know what this needs? Somebody's got to cry on this record. But she just kind of whimpers. It's, it's really forced, as you heard. Uh, So anyhow, that came out in 1968 through Polydor, and then it was Factrix with Eerie Lights from Shine Tot, as I will call it from now on, put out by Adolescent in 1981. And you hear that music, maybe you know what that means, or maybe it doesn't mean anything at all, but I'm going to call Zach Coons and see what he has to say about... Whatever the hell he's got on his mind.
7: I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from, from Zack.
3: My name is Making skin Say.
6: Oh, Mama! <laughs> oh, Mama, be likey! Oh, Mama, Zacky, likey! What is up, lunatic?
0: Oh, you know. Maniac.
6: <laughs> On the horn, ready for trouble, baby.
0: Yep, that's the name of the game.
6: What are you doing? <laughs> do you have a show tonight?
0: Nah, I, I don't have... When's the next one? we got a show next weekend. Uh, actually, oh, next okay. Saturday. So maybe we got to do, do this show on Sunday or something instead. But,
6: oh, uh, no problemo. I have no life, my man. <laughs> Corona has destroyed my life. No, it hasn't destroyed my life. I have a very good life. But I don't have... Uh, I have no plans on weekends anymore my plan on the weekend used to be play two shows every single weekend and i don't know when that's going to happen again honestly i'm not really missing it all that much lugging a bunch of heavy equipment
0: when was the last one you did playing on a
6: stage the last one i played was in uh, early march march 6th
0: okay sounds like you're lugging some heavy equipment now or there's some kind of big noise
6: <laughs> yeah we're walking uh we're walking in downtown Gatlinburg. Tabitha, I, Tabitha is here visiting again. Uh, and whoa, look at look at that! She get it. There's this really wild uh, witch poster <laughs> with all with like a it's like looks like like 1940s uh, il, like Ouija board, yeah, illustration. <laughs> it just said witch and it's just. A haggard old woman riding a uh, broomstick through the air. It's like all kinds of other bizarre symbols. It's framed right outside of this antique spa- antique spot.
0: But that's yeah, the only text on it bridge. is the, the
6: word witch. witch. There's nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing that says is witch. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to this. Um, this is something I want to take you to sometime when you come visit. There's this. Um, Extremely unusual, surreal, um, wax museum here in Gatlinburg. It's called Christ in the Smokies. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a, a wax figure. I'll let you go in front so we don't have to break them up. Um, it's a, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a, a wax diorama of the 12 stations of the cross. <laughs> And of course, they have Jesus as a as a blonde white man, you know, instead of, uh, you know, a middle a middle eastern black you know more or less black man, or, um, and uh, not black man. I should watch my words in that. But anyway, um, yeah, but it's so yeah. He's like, the the Jesus is very much the Republican Jesus, the the, the businessman Jesus of oh, yeah. a, of America. But the dioramas are really interesting and surreal and strange. And the figures are, I'll send you some pictures. The figures are like <laughs> terrifying, <laughs> terrifying and strange and like kind of spooky. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mark that on the so calendar. I, like, we'll, we'll go see it when I'm in, whenever that is. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. Maybe next oh, year man, or something.
6: I love, <laughs> <laughs> lo- you'd, you'd go crazy for this. It is so <laughs> wacky and surreal and strange. There's this other little place in town. I think we're going to go... We're going to have, like, a little tourist day. So there's this other place in Gatlinburg called World of Illusions. (laughs) And it's basically, like, a magic show without a magician. There's, like, a bunch of different little exhibits set up that, like, has a bunch of, like, little optical or surreal... um, Yeah, I guess optical illusions set up. But it's, like, set up like a... Like a, an exhibit in a like exhibits in like a, a freak show gallery from a carnival in the twenties. <laughs> it's really, pretty wild stuff. Gatlinburg's got it all. Place. It really actually does. We're gonna get some pancakes today. I think think I've got think I've got Tabitha talked into pancakes. She's smiling, laughing. I may not. Maybe maybe no dice.
0: <laughs> maybe some more convincing is required.
6: Yeah, yep. yeah. Maybe after she sees the uh, the Jesus and His Christ in the Smokies, she'll change her tune. I don't know.
0: That always gets know. me wanting some pancakes and seeing <laughs> bizarre exhibits yeah. related to Christianity. Yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. I pretty much equate Christ and pancakes. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> They're same. synonymous in my mind. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so there's there's so many pancake places in this town. You know, it's really it's like. The, the town itself is, like, a square block of, like, maybe 15, 10, 10 to 15 square blocks. But there's probably at least that many pancake places.
0: Why do you figure and that is? the really has-
6: beautiful thing about it... Uh, there used to be a really big Bavarian population here. And, you know, like, I guess pancakes really is like a... It's like a Bavarian food. So I think... That's what I would think is the reason, but I'm not really sure I mean who doesn't like pancakes on top of it all It's hard to go wrong with a pancake restaurant. I mean, they sell other things, but they're specialties pancakes, yep, so I'd say you know i don't know it's kinda kind of hard to miss with pancakes um
0: simple to make easy to enjoy,
6: yep exactly, yeah, we're passing this um. While doing a little radio, <laughs> doing a little radio tour here of our of our walk here, um, we're passing this restaurant that that's owned by this uh, dipshit country music guy. Uh, I, hope out, I hope he's out here. I hope he hears me. Uh, it's like Blake Shelton. He's on one of those shows, like American Idol or Voice or some shit like that.
4: Um, but he yeah, uh,
6: he owns this restaurant, and okay. the restaurant plays his music twenty four hours a day.
0: Oh, that's horrendous. <laughs> they only play
6: his music. Yeah.
0: I don't even know his stuff, but anybody who would do that is just a rotten person.
6: Oh, yeah, and it is shitty. It's like shitty modern country. Yeah. You know, it's not the good stuff. Yuck. Oh, I was going to tell you about this. I might as well do it on air. We're just pretty much having a conversation. Have you ever listened to the uh, podcast Cocaine and Rhinestones?
0: No, I do not know it.
6: It's like, it's a, um, a podcast podcast. Written by uh, David Allen Coe's son, uh, and it's about like the, the seedy underbelly of fifties and sixties country music.
0: That sounds right up my alley.
6: Oh man, you would go crazy for this. I've, I've been <laughs> I've been obsessed with it this week. I've been, I like I've I've listened to it in its entirety two times through this week.
0: Yeah, shoot me the link. I'm I'm very. I curious. will, man. you'll
6: it's, yeah, it's on Spotify. I think you really, you'd really, you really get a kick out of it, and I, I really like it a lot. Yep. It really flips my switch. Well, um, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to
0: plug something of, of that quality in terms of at least the subject matter on, on this here radio program. So I'm, I'm sure maybe some other people <laughs> would would want to listen to that if they listened to this, considering I'm going to play a bunch more country after we talk, too.
6: That's right. I think anybody who is who is interested in the country music you play will be really interested in this. Like, it's really a, like it's a history of like really obscure, esoteric country music. I mean, they cover some of the more famous people, like the really crazy aspects of some of the cra- the more famous people, like Buck Owens and the Lubins Brothers. You know, like it covers that, but it also covers some really really obscure country musicians that are just like. Losers, basically, you know? I mean, people that were really talented and never or never really had any success at all because they were so, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> they were so, um, difficult to deal with, basically. Okay.
0: Yeah, probably the type that, like, rolled into Nashville and cut one single and then fucking drank themselves out of the business and wound up in the gutter kind of
6: thing. Exactly. It's exactly like that song, uh... This is the last song I'm ever gonna sing. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's like there's a there's a lot of those characters in that in that uh, in that series. I think you'd go nuts for it. Yeah, oh man. There's this really wacky uh, chair down here. It's it's made of like the chair is it's giant chair. It's like that chair we saw on the remember that giant chair we saw on the Autobahn.
0: <laughs> I do. On yeah, that, I was uh, just thinking bus. about that when you said it. That was immediately what came to yeah. mind.
6: Yeah, this one, it, this one is very similar, like that, but this is more like a left seat almost. It's, it's bigger than that one is. It's covered with astroturf, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like set up. <laughs> it's set up just for photo ops. I'll get, a, I'll get a picture. I'll get a picture and send that to you. Yeah. You'll get a you'll get a big kick out of that. Please do. But there's these really whack. They put up. Um, They've just put up their shitty fall um, decorations. And there's, so there's these scarecrows everywhere that are wearing human clothes. But last year, I saw there's some scarecrows that whose heads are made out of, like, hay, you know? Yeah. And last year, I saw one of the funny, I took, like, a thousand, I didn't, I took, like, maybe two or three pictures of the mountain. And then only, and then, like, a thousand pictures of this, uh, <laughs> these scarecrows because they have these aphids, you know, these, um, these bugs that are essentially pests. Yeah, yeah really get attracted to the uh, the hay on the scarecrows and so they'd have like thousands of these little little aphids (laughs) little red aphids just crawling all over them man I got a big big kick out of that that's so morbid there's something so
0: like just disturbing about that it's like transmogrified (laughs) into this thing from it being supposed to be kind of cute into this horrendous horrific thing covered in bugs
6: (laughs) Yeah, and I see. Actually, this year they they did away with the they they now their their heads are made of plywood. <laughs> they <laughs> did away with the heads that had all the aphids on them. They <laughs> learned actually their bought lesson. this little. They learned their lesson, unfortunately. Yeah, I actually bought this little uh, this like micro um, microscope thing uh, lens for my uh, phone just so I could take close up pictures with these little bugs on these. On these uh, scarecrows.
0: <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe, maybe you'll find one good one around before the year is out. The season's just starting, after all.
6: Man, trust me. I would. I'll be looking. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be looking. Do you ever wear band shirts?
0: I used to. I don't really wear anything like that anymore. I don't. I don't typically wear. I have a couple of things with like text on the shirt or whatever, but not much. I used. That's what I used to wear almost exclusively once.
6: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. I, I'm the same way. I used to have a bunch of band shirts. I have like band shirts for people that I like, like Curse and Bob Hat, and I have a few band shirts of like close friends of mine. Yeah. But I don't have any. Uh, yeah, I don't have any that are. There's only one like famous band that I have a shirt of, and it relates to you, my man, because they, it is Rush. <laughs> <laughs> And it's actually, I found it at this flea market in rural Virginia, and it's a Rush t-shirt, a vintage Rush t-shirt from like the uh, mid '80s, like their Thrones tour. Okay. <laughs> and it has this rat, this like, it's like a fairy tale illustration of this rabbit on the back of a tortoise, and the going through the nights, and then like the night sky is like this beautiful. It's like those. I don't. I forget the guy that does all those journey out. I, I like. I'm not big into Journey, but I love those album covers, like Journey in Kansas.
0: What kind and of Yellow,
6: like you know, like those really...
0: The illustrated, Go ahead. really detailed, yeah. hand-drawn stuff, yeah. Yeah,
6: I love those. I get a giant kick out of those. I would definitely wear those shirts just for the illustration. <laughs> and that's what, that's the... It's, but it's, all, it's like all, it's like barely holding together because it's from the early to mid-80s. <laughs> so it's like... I'm basically just putting on something that's just a bunch of scraps,
4: <laughs> just,
6: just barely hanging together at all. But I really love that. That's like a, one of my favorite shirts. Who would you buy? a? What famous band would you buy a shirt of? Let's say you had to wear one.
0: Does this count? I'm actually going to buy a shirt from the Hound, as in the, the radio DJ in New York who I had shown you. The, the vibe report I sent that over which kind of inspired
6: this whole
4: thing <laughs> yeah, yeah.
6: <laughs> I'd say you could count that I mean I was think I was thinking like more of like what band shirt would you actually wear if you I mean I know you kind of feel the same way as me I wouldn't really want to be wearing but let's say you were to wear one what would you wear
0: okay so a proper band shirt has, yeah it has to be a band for sake of discussion I've, here
6: or it has to be a band.
0: Or a musical artist. Be, like, I guess, like... It
6: can't be an obscure either. Okay. It would have to be, like, a band that people would know.
0: Yeah. Do you think there are
6: Porter Wagner shirts? That's a good question. I bet there are. I would wear a Porter Wagner shirt. Yeah. I'd be into that, too. I'm going to look have that up seen right seen now. The, <laughs> have you ever seen the video of Porter Wagner? It's, like, right before he died... He was retired. He was like, it was like three months before he died. So he's like this old, frail, you know, husk of a human being. And he's there. It's the Grand Ole Opry, and they're doing like a, the farewell show for him. Yep. And uh, Dolly Parton comes on and sings, you know, I will always love you to him. And they both just break down. It's like, it's really touching, actually. If the video's on YouTube, I, I watch it pretty frequently. Have you ever seen that one?
0: I have not. I will check that out.
6: It's 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 worth a watch.
0: Okay. I'm just looking these up here. I don't here. think of And there's a there's a t-shirt that says real women love Porter Wagner.
6: <laughs> <laughs> You're silly. <shitty. laughs> I would wear that for sure. <laughs> oh man, I've been for my little uh, countryside act, uh Mr. Midnight. I just bought this suit. It's <laughs> it's a full rattlesnake suit. <laughs> But it's like fake. It's like uh, polyester, I think, or something like that.
4: Oh, so that like sounds like a jam. kind of like a
6: full, a full plastic rattlesnake suit, top to bottom. Got even like a rattlesnake hat. <laughs> that's going to be when I get back to performing. That's going to be my. That's going to be my onstage apparel from from here on out. I think that that rattlesnake suit.
0: That is a great idea.
6: <laughs> it was really cheap too. I got it for like ninety bucks.
0: <laughs> I wonder why.
6: <laughs> yeah it's probably I definitely will only be one person out there wearing it in the world <laughs> anyway won't have to really worry about that one being a real popular thing
0: probably not but no there, I was just looking here there are like other Porter Wagner shirts with his face on them or, like some text or whatever so it, yeah I think there's probably one that I, I'd grab That
6: would be that would be your guy huh
0: I think so yeah I wouldn't wear I mean I, like, I like Johnny Cash but everybody's got a fucking Johnny Cash t-shirt. I wouldn't buy it. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't do that. Like
6: the shirt with him flipping people off. Yeah, like or everybody's that got one. that
0: poster, you know, it's just such a cliche. Even yeah. though it is like a good a good photo. It's just so overdone. It's
6: sick. Yeah. 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 There's probably like re- it was been, it would it would have been cool to be the first person wearing it maybe, but it's yeah. definitely too late at this point.
0: Yeah, you might as well wear, like, a take-me-to-your-dealer t-shirt or something.
6: <laughs> yeah. Or an inmate. You, you, you guys ever wear those in, in Canada? Inmate shirts, like the orange, like, fake inmate shirts. They are really popular when I was in high school. They you know, were a little older than you, but...
0: Yeah, they weren't hugely popular, but they're around. There's always, like, the FBI t-shirt. That's that's another one. Too. Or the <laughs> yeah. security t-shirt. Or the...
6: Or the ironic dare you guys you guys probably didn't have dare in canada i guess
0: oh yeah we did i there were dare people program. who had those those shirts in canada i don't know if it was like, <laughs> i don't think we actually had dare in canada but we just had like people bought the shirts anyway
6: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i never had one of course but because i obviously took tons of drugs in high school <laughs>
0: Not even as a deterrent. Not even ironically to wear. I I never had one. No either. way. trust me.
6: I never had like. I don't really don't like shirts promoting drugs either. Though I don't like those like the pastiche of wearing like a I don't know some kind of like quote unquote funny shirt about some kind of drug or something like that. I never was interested in that. That was like. The psychedelic crowd in high school would have all those, I remember.
0: Yeah, it's just so bottom tier in terms of humor.
6: <laughs> yeah, I just don't, never have found it funny in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, or even just the, the the cannabis leaf on a shirt or a hat or something. Oh, my God. Oh, so what are you really into? What I, I Want to tell me a bit about yourself It's just so... Like it leaves nothing to the imagination <laughs> about the person. I'm so one dimensional. This is what I like. <laughs> this
6: is me. I am. My whole life is geared around weed, man. Of course. What do you think? Yeah. Look at me. This is all I'm. My only interest. God damn. It's like crowded here.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a
6: Don't walk away with COVID here. Oh man. They put a they put a, ma- a mask on one of the. Uh, representatives for this moonshine place?
0: The scarecrow? No mask
6: on the scarecrows. Oh, okay. No, no yeah, mask on the scarecrows. If though. there would be. There's like a, a modern country guy. Okay. What do you think about pizza? <laughs>
0: like the food? Pizza? What's that? You mean what do I think about pizza as in the food?
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what th- I think pizza is really polarizing. Yeah. You're either really into pizza or you're not into it at all, I think.
0: I I would put myself in the really into it category. I don't eat it very often, but I I do enjoy it.
6: Yeah, I eat pizza maybe once a month max. But I love the stuff. Thinking about getting some pizza today here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't blame you. (laughs) Yeah,
6: I guess. There's this little animatronic... Not little at all. Actually, it's it's life-size. There's a life-size horse riding a man... (laughs) <laughs> and a <the> really old, <laughs> wrinkled-up man, and it constantly—it wasn't actually doing it now, but because it looks like the the animatronic part was broken down. But twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, it play it plays and then replays the Willie Nelson Toby Keith collaboration, "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy." Uh. <laughs> yeah, a terrible, terrible song. I mean, I love Willie Nelson, but I detest, detest. Toby Keith. I actually, I wrote this longer essay I always meant to put in the uh, magazine and I always just kind of split my mind. But I wrote an essay about how Toby Keith ruined country music. You know, because country music even up into the 90s was very good. Like, I I really like Randy Travis, Clint Black, Reba McIntyre, the Judds. Like, a lot of the 80s and 90s country music is still very good, very true to just being Really sad, pathetic songs written by losers, you know. And I like, I like that aspect of it. Uh, but it's like he came in this, like, egoistic, misogynistic, faux-patriotic dickhead, you know, and just ruined it. And then everybody, you know, he made that popular, and then people were like, oh, I'll just write a song about tractor and beer, man. Well, that's the trick yeah here's the formula this dickhead writing it for me man yeah i'll follow this i'm an idiot
0: he really did usher, usher that that, that idea into it yeah that is that is he his is,
6: thing that's his aesthetic yeah. and it ruins to this day it's very difficult to find decent country music because he really did ruin it in a very real way
4: Well, I
0: hope they're not sending you, uh, sending somebody after you, after you made that comment outside of his establishment.
6: (laughs) Yeah, I I hope I didn't break someone's heart with that Toby Keith uh, comment, you know. Yeah. Broke somebody's heart and immediately had to be scooped up by an ambulance. (laughs) Uh... But maybe on
0: on that note, we should probably wrap it up. We're almost at twenty three minutes here, so.
6: Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Gee, sorry about that. Yeah, oh, uh, no. yeah. We'll, we'll
0: Don't worry. There's
6: been a been a lot of twists and turns in this little chat. <laughs> yep,
0: As you'd expect in the uh, audio tour of downtown
6: Gatlinburg. <laughs> Somebody is actually wearing that Johnny Cash shirt. <laughs> 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 Somebody just passed me. Wearing that goddamn Johnny Cash shirt. That's Isn't that banana.
0: That is too good.
6: <laughs> I've never heard that sound before. Here's yep. a nice little finishing sound. <laughs> ah.
0: yeah, that's that is unusual.
6: Blasted by a vehicle out here. Uh, all right, uh, yeah, I'll, it's great talking to you, buddy. Always a thrill. Always an honor. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, yeah touch base with me next week, and we'll. We'll keep it running, my man.
0: All right. You got it, pal. Enjoy the day. I'll be talking to you.
6: I am. Yeah, I intend to. I'll send you some pictures. All right.
0: <laughs> be seeing you.
6: <laughs> I'll be seeing you, buddy. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah, there we go. What else needs to be said? I don't think there's much more, but uh, I'm going to get into the uh, what I call the depersonalization set of songs here next. And if you wonder what that means, I'm trying not to be too conceptual here or anything. But um, just the idea of these songs being people who are, or at least the narrator in them. I don't know if the guy singing them actually feels this way to any extent. But yeah, the, the narrator of the song being seemingly disconnected or estranged from themselves. So uh, titles like I Don't Know Me Anymore or Imitation of a Man. Uh, anyway... I'll just get to it, and maybe the songs will explain better than I could. So, yeah, this is I Don't Know Me Anymore by Stan Townsend.
8: Today I heard some old friends talking Who's left from there by the door How could I get up and tell them For I don't know me To be so well respected. My friends I counted by the score. But something surely happened to me, or I don't know me. I saw me was walking briskly down the street the silent lights began to beckon. Come in, come in. The wine is sweet. Now I'm so lost. I cannot find me. I keep my place here by the door. Maybe someday I will find me In the wine spilled on the floor Yes, I hear my old friends talking Who's that bum there by the door? Oh, if I could just get up and tell him, somehow I just don't seem to know me anymore So lost I cannot find me I keep my place here by the door Maybe someday I will find me In the wine spilled on the floor Maybe someday my friends will see me The way they saw me once before
7: Please be quiet mind I want to go to sleep now Every night and every day You go on the same way Do you have to keep reminding me she's gone now And you're saying I was wrong But I knew that all along. So be quiet mine We've stayed away too long now Now that she's no longer mine You think of her all the time If you let me be Might forget her somehow. Yes, I've lost my love, it's true. Must you still go on and on? We'll just have to learn to get along without her. For the only thing you'll do is to drive me out of you. So be quiet, mind. Let's hear no more about her. Now she's no longer mine You think of her all the time If you let me be I might forget her somehow Yes, I've lost my love, it's true So perhaps I'll lose you too Please be quiet, mind I want to go to sleep now
8: Without thinking, I climbed up the ridge Almost automatically, I jumped off the bridge Strange how everything seemed to fall into place (laughs) What a funny way to die With a smile on my face Tomorrow they'll be here With their drag lines and boats When she comes home in the wee hours And finds my little note I hope it drives her crazy deserves a better
2: taste.
8: Hey, wonder what they'll think when they find me floating around with a smile on my face. Listen to her. She's great. She's identified my body for sure. It's funny how I'm having the last to laugh on her Too bad I have to leave her With this shame And disgrace <laughs> What a funny way to die With a smile On my face Hey man This is funny Paul bears With tears in their eyes, hypocrites, took my money, stole my wife and told me lies, and there she is crying loud, she seems so out of place, (laughs) too bad I can't reach up and wipe it off this smile.
6: heard enough country music coming out of your joint to last me a lifetime. I'll pipe down. Cause it's the music of angels, sir. Don't you dare talk about country music.
4: Uh, You're taking down. it to a whole other level with that shit. You need to just cut it out. You shut it out.
2: Too many parties. Too much running around. Let me down too many memories that I try in vain to drown, but in my solitude I don't have fortitude. Put the bottle down. This is my imitation of living. And she
8: People come to see me You'd think I had a lot of friends Cause they've got me dressed up so fancy And see the cards that they all send And hear the music that they're playing She waits with dinner Though knowing Full well where I Am But Saturday Stand by my side Swallow her pride And cling to my hand Come Saturday night She pretends all is right I play a man Six days a week My kids live a life With no father Boy Scouts and Brownies will just have to do, I can't bother. And Mama will tuck them in there, she understands. But come Sunday morning, I wake with the dawning, I play a man. The modern day father Puts on quite a show Our Sunday school friends Don't see what the actor i am the one day a week when i rise to my feet
1: i play a man
0: Okay, that was Cal Smith, I Play a Man, to end what I call the depersonalization set. Uh, That came out in 1976 on an MCA single. Not really the greatest song, but I I really appreciate the lyrics. I I really like the line where he says, five days a week I go to a job I despise. That's a good way to start out, that one. Um, Then there was Larry Smith, Don't Bother with the Roses. I guess the only non-country song in that set came out in 1971, also on a single. All these are from singles through Damon Records. Uh, We heard Stan Hitchcock before that, Imitation of a Man, from a 1965 epic single. Then also on epic records from 1966, it was Jack Barlow, Smile on My Face, Maybe that one's a bit of a stretch for the theme, but he's still kind of talking about himself in the third person once you know he jumps off the bridge and what happens after that. So it's, it's still kind of nutty. Uh, Del Reeves, prior to Jack Barlow, Be Quiet Mind, from Decca Records in 1961, and to start, as I mentioned, Stan Townsend, I Don't Know Me Anymore, put out by Lewis Records. I don't know when that came out. Okay, I'm going to play a bunch more songs here, and I'll come back after this and back announce them. I'll start it with Glass, and it's called The Catfish Hole of Ela from their new record Wilting in Manoeuvre, put out by Warm Noise.
8: yourself a drink, baby. No, thanks, Dutch. Who are you and how did you get in here? I'm the locksmith. And I'm a locksmith.
0: forgot that he does that little thing at the end of cherries and socks let me see i'll turn down the backing track and then you can hear him do his little thing again yeah there we go i cut him off prematurely um can you put can you cut somebody off maturely i don't know Anyway, yeah, so that was Lake of Dracula, Cherries and Socks, put the back backing track back on, uh, from their self titled album, which came out in 1997 through Skin Graft. Then it was Pussycat, Vive la Marie, which is a version of Kix that came out on a single through RCA Victor in 1966. Uh, we heard from our friends at Borzoi, Warheads, before that, and actually Rice from Borzoi was kind enough to write to me. Last week, or I guess earlier this week, and say thanks for playing me playing their stuff on the show for last week's edition. And it's really nice when I get those kinds of things. I certainly don't expect anything like that, but it is it's pretty cool to be able to talk to some of these folks whose stuff I dig so much that I play it on here. Um, so yeah, I figured. Since that record's so good, A Prayer for War, why not play more from it? That came out in 2018 through 1-2-XU, and then we started with Glass, The Catfish Hole of Ila from Wilting in Manuv, put out by Warm Noise this year. I have officially one minute left of the show, but of course it doesn't really matter that much, does it? Um, but I figured I started the show with a song that was produced by Lee Hazelwood and put out by his LHI label I will conclude the show with another song that he produced and put out through his label so next is and final for this this show uh, Anne Margaret You Turn My Head Around released in 1968 on a single thanks as always for being here both to anybody who listened live today or anyone who decided to check out the replay that I I post. I post all the replays on awman.net and there's always the perpetually streaming whatever editions of live shows that are on the streaming feed when this show isn't live that you can listen to if you want to just pick up something at random. All the shows are uploaded there too. And playlists and links to prog shows and upcoming concerts that we're putting off here. All that kind of junk is all at awman.net. So I'll leave it at that. Thanks again.
4: Bye.
1: As they always say, because no one
5: else will. will.
8: Let us get the fuck out of here. Be seeing you.
2: And you.